AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. There are some things that just embody the whole premise of this show that just make me smile in a very weird and perverse kind of way. I texted about nine friends and I even asked my wife, set up the scenario, it's real simple. Let's just say you finna get jumped. Four, five dudes, four, five girls, whatever, I don't know. They finna wear you out. What are the three to four things you got to make sure you do? I'm going to give you a second to think about it before I give you this answer. Matter of fact, let's run the theme music before I give it to you. Hood politics. All right. Y'all got y'all answer. I'm pretty sure it's the same. (laughs) because I'm telling you, it was 100%. All of us had the same answer because this is just how it works. When you're about to get jumped, we all kind of said basically the same thing. One of them you need to leave permanently scarred. You got to go ape shit on one of these dudes. One of these girls, you need to lose your mind. You need to wear that fool like you need to dog one of these dudes. It is in hopes that the rest of them maybe think twice, right? It's It's a deterrent. And then cover up your vital organs. Most of us said this, try to find a wall that you can get up against because you need to protect yourself from somebody getting behind you. And then look for a way out, right? You don't just stand there and get your ass kicked. Right. But it's inevitable. You're going to lose this fight. 
But even if I lose, these fools need to know at least one of y'all going to remember this. One of y'all going to walk funny. One of y'all's shoulders is going to pop in and out of place every time. One of y'all going to have a scar somewhere on your body so that you remember I ain't the one. You can't not do anything. Because if you just fold over and tuck or if you just run, guess what? They coming tomorrow. And they're coming the next day. The next time you get a new pair of shoes, next time you get a new something, they're coming for you again. And then they're going to get more confident and they're going to know it's not going to take all five of us. Then it's going to be three of us. And then one time, somebody's going to just try to square up with you. And they'll bully you the whole time. They're going to say things just like the title of this episode. Did you figure it out? Did you already know what the title of the episode was? Shut the fuck up. You ain't going to do shit. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You ain't gonna do shit. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You ain't gonna do shit. Listen, if you don't do nothing, if you don't go crazy, even if you lose, you don't have to win. You don't have to win it. You just need to just dog walk one of these fools. John Gibbs, if you're new to the pod, you may not know these names. Some of these people been on the show or they just my homies and you know they my homies. John Gibbs, Bamboo de Pistola up there in uh, uh, with Beat Rock, the homie Bamboo, uh, Lecrae, DJ Malski, my own wife, hell, D-Smoke. I text all these people. They all said the same thing. Look, I'm not going to square up with you, but one of y'all going to remember. One of y'all going home limping and I hope the rest of y'all get the picture, but if not, I'm not going to, you're not going to curb stomp me. I'm not going to get on the ground because if I get on the ground, that means you could kick me. I can't beat all y'all up. That's not possible. I'm trying to get out of here, but I'm a dog. One of y'all, you can't not do anything. Is the point I'm trying to make. Because if you don't do anything, oh, they coming back next week. I remember my own life. I've said this so many times that like, I, you know, I grew up with the Vatos. Like I, I lived in a almost... 100% Latino neighborhood for most of my uh, formative years, most of my childhood. And the thing is, you just have this understanding that I either fight today or I fight every day. Does that make sense? If I let you just steal my new Jordans or check me for my backpack, if I just let you do it, then they're going to take every new backpack I get, every new pair of shoes, every day when I go to lunch, somebody going to take my pudding. You understand what I'm saying? Whenever they got pizza day or popsicle day, I'm never going to be able to enjoy my popsicle. You have to do it. Even if you lose, they need to know you got heart. At some point, you got to go. I remember looking them vatos in the face. I'm not going to name the hood because uh, some of them niggas might still be listening. But listen. I had to look old Paco, old Juan Carlo in his face and be like, listen here, homie, I'll die for this backpack. You're going to have to kill me. I will die for this backpack today. Nigga, I will bite your fucking ear. You understand me? I'll bite your ear off. I'm not afraid of y'all. I'll die for this backpack. Of course, I'm terrified. Of course, I'm not going to die for the backpack. Are you crazy? You tripping? It's just a backpack. What I'm saying is you need to know that I'm not the one. It's the living in the paradox. I am simultaneously the one, and I'm also not the one. Not me, homie. Not today. And even if I get knocked out, it don't matter. You're going to go home with a limp. That's just how it works. 
You ain't finna extort me. You ain't finna take my lunch money every day. I'm fighting back. But if you don't take that, if you don't take that stance, the stance about you all the time is whenever you start talking, whenever you try to defend yourself, leave me alone. Shut the fuck up. You ain't gonna do shit. What you finna do? Nigga, give me that pizza. You you done. Shut the fuck up. You ain't gonna do shit. Now, how many of y'all absolutely already knew the answer? You know, you ain't even got to tell me. You already knew. At least if you grew up in the hood, you kind of already knew it. Kel, if you grew up not in the hood, you could be white as hell. It's bullies everywhere. And it's white hoods everywhere, too. Let me correct myself. You understand? White boys get active. <laughs> Reno Valley, because this is very California, what I'm saying. Anyway, the point is, you guys already knew this stuff. I'm positive you already knew. And this explains every war since Pearl Harbor. You know, Japan bombed our base. You got to remember at the time, we're the little guys. Japan been a country for millennia. Little guys that are hella cocky, obviously, you know, which is, there's hard, it's hard to draw too close of a parallel to this. But the principle is this. You can't not do shit. So what did we do when one of our bases off the coast of an island state happened? Not even the state, just the base. But a base that got bombed. What did we do? We dropped two atomic bombs Hiroshima and Nagasaki we bombed entire islands the atomic bomb happened do you understand what I'm saying like we went apes did you understand that nobody messed with us for almost 60 years because we went apeshit what happened after 9-11 you understand 9-11 was just one nigga that was just (laughs) that was one dude and his gangster squad Tried to take a shot at the big dog because now we the big dog. So he took a shot. Listen, that's asymmetrical warfare. You know what I'm saying? That's you not squaring up with this big nigga. Like, I'm not finna, in this same scenario, this fool clicked up. I'm not going to fight fair. What you talking about? Like, what am I going to box with these fools? No, it's not a fair fight. So I'm going to fly a plane into one of your buildings. And what did we do? Set a course for 20 years of war in multiple countries. You, your homies, your homies, homies, your mama, your grandmama, where your grandmama live, where your cousins live. That's what America did. You go ape shit. You let them know I'll die for this backpack. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying we all understand it. That's what happens. You finna get jumped. You go ape shit. It's supposed to be a deterrent where I'm from. It's supposed to say, don't do this again. Don't mess with us again. I chop you up, put you inside the mattress like drug money. No. <laughs> it's a Jay-Z reference. This threat's pimp. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. 
Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. So here's to help you understand not only that, but like kind of our season since January 6, 2021. If you don't do shit, it keeps happening. Here's a funny story on a personal note. Uh, long story short, this fool Andy No. Y'all know Andy No. I, I hope you don't know Andy No, but Andy No is just basically this right wing dude. Like he's calls himself a journalist, but like <laughs> it's a hustle, y'all. It's it's he's he's hitting the lick and he's hitting the lick on the conservative side. So the equivalent of like the ambulance chaser but for protests. So he's the guy that goes to a protest, only films the bad parts, goes and picks a fight with protesters. They leave him alone, and then when they start fighting back, he turns the camera on. Let himself get his butt kicked, films it, films himself in the hospital, shoots out the GoFundMe to everybody to like help pay for his expenses as he's just doing journalism, and then just talks about how horrible BLM and Antifa is. It's a hustle, and it Apparently has worked. I mean, it has made $200,000 on, on one of these licks. Anyway, the homeboy Gabe Lyons over there at the Q conference. Now, not the Q you thinking about. It's not QAnon Q. This Q predates the other Q. You know, Q stands for just Q ideas, which just means question ideas. Or It's probably the last standing reasonable, like, white evangelical event. Like, they're, they're at least reasonable. What they try to do is, like, put two experts from opposite sides of a topic to just present the ideas, just speak into this concept. What is this guy's talking about? So they have a one dude on this side, another dude on this side, one lady on this side, one lady on this side. And they're not debates. They're just like sessions. Like, yo, state your case. You state your case. It's questions, cue ideas. So we're just, we're, we're presenting these questions. And as a culture, we need to answer them. Like, just stay curious. I've spoken at it, you know, for all you newbies. I mean, yeah, I was I was in that space for a little bit. Like, so I, 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 I spoke at this event, you know, and Gabe's the homie. Like, I think he's a good dude. You know, we don't agree on a good amount of things. But overall, man, I shared a meal with homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, his kids are dope. His wife's cool. Like, they cool folks. You know what I'm saying? They booked Andy No for this event. So I'm getting mad DMs about, hey, you got to talk to Gabe because they booked this like hustler on this event. Like this fool's finna do like serious damage. It's like I could I could chase some draw direct lines to like dudes that are dead because of this fool. And I'm like, oh, I know. But I mean, I'm not going to first of all, I'm not going to give you Gabe's number. Like, just no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but also like I stay out of stuff like I mean, look, man, that's his business. What I care. That's his event. Like, I'm not going to act like I'm pretty sure homie done his homework. 
And if he still thinks it's okay to do this, then I'm like, well, kick rocks. I mean, whatever. But then I still started thinking about like, damn, nah, man, homies have died over this fool. And I'm like, the last thing I want him to do is like destroy the credibility of the last standing, at least logical evangelical space. You feel me? So I shot an email to Gabe. Turns out we find out later on that Gabe didn't even see the email. But basically, I was trying to say like, yo, homie, look, hey, I trust you. I trust what you're doing. I believe in your mission. I understand all that you're trying to do. I just think that this guy is probably not your guy, man. I'm pretty sure he's a con artist. Here goes some articles, research, you know, and I know you get emails about everybody that speaks at the event. So like, you know, take it for what it's worth. I just think maybe, maybe this ain't your guy. A couple of days later, they drop him from the event. Somehow or another, I get a DM asking if I'd be willing to talk to uh, RNS, which is Religious News Services. It's a media outlet about that covers religious events. And somebody had told them that I actually reached out to Gabe because I was Gabe's friend and asked him to drop the guy. So I was like, all right, word. Yeah. So will you talk to him? So I was like, well, y'all finna dog Gabe. So let me make sure I step in there, especially if my name finna be in it anyway. You need to hear out of my mouth. I'm not here to dog Gabe because, again, last reasonable evangelical voice. Right. And you're not finna put my name in this thing without me actually being able to clarify. So I shot them a statement that was basically like, yeah, you know, I love Gabe. Gabe's the homie. I believe in Q. I think it's important to have voices from, you know, opposite sides of a spectrum, but you need respectable ones. Like, and this fool is a joke. Like, Candy's a, I, mean, I don't know what to tell you. And he, he's a joke. He's a joke. I just don't know what to say, man. Like, it's not, I mean, hell, like, homie was caught faking a British accent, no less. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dog? Anyway, so Andy get the news that, according to this article, I'm the one that got him dropped. Now, that's not true. Like I told you, Gabe didn't even see my email. Gabe decided on his own. What Gabe said was, look, I don't have nobody on the other side of this topic to be able to speak on this. So I had to drop the session because I'm not just going to let you have the floor by yourself. We need to have that that way that the thing works. So that's why we dropped you. But he made it look like it was me. Anyway, somebody, one of his Twitter, Twitter trolls, found my wife's phone number. I'm going to say that again. One of his Twitter trolls found my wife's phone number and actually called my wife and left a message, unknown number, which truly means he don't want to smoke, right? So calls from an unknown number, just a clown, just a clown LARPing. How dare you? You, this message is for your husband. How dare you? Step into Andy No, He's a what? You don't know what you're telling. You better watch. And I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You better I need this person to understand and anybody else who hears under the sound of my voice, under the reach of my Twitter. Let me make it very clear. We don't call the cops over here. Is that a threat? Nigga, yes. You just, yes. You understand what I'm saying? We don't call the cops, homie. Call my wife. Let me tell you something. Y'all know all the peace. I understand. I work for, I'm on the board of preemptive love whose job is to end war. Let me make something very clear to you. I'm from South Central Los Angeles. Listen, listen, two plus two is four, dog. Let me tell you something. I would love to tone it down, but let me tell you something. The way my way my childhood trauma is set up, you understand? <laughs> it just, you don't let things like this ride. So the first person who actually get the guts to actually try to reach out and touch me. I need you to understand, there's no hood in America. There is no corner of Al Gore's internet <laughs> that you will be safe in if you attempt to touch me and mine. I got hungry nephews. Niggas will dangle your body for a PS4. You, it's not even a five, my nigga. <laughs> like, 
I could put, nigga, I could put a I could put a Nintendo Switch on your head. You understand me? This like listen, this is the rules. I'm not saying I'm gonna actually do this, of course, but am I saying that? What I'm saying is don't call my wife. There's rules to this shit. Don't let the internet turn into real life. You're not in Portland no more. I'm not the one. You can never say to me, shut the fuck up. You ain't going to do shit. I'm not going to do what? I'm not going to do what? Oh, you going to learn. What that boy King Man say on the Compton album? I ain't the one who got a gun, but I know who got him. I tell you, I ain't a gangster, but I know niggas. No niggas. You understand what I'm saying? The great prophet Tupac. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Say it one more time. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Like, it's real. Listen, I'm looking at that man who called my house and I'm going to make this very clear. Hey, homie, shut the fuck up. You ain't going to do shit. Because listen, I'm going to teach you something today. You going to learn today. And everybody watching, you going to learn, homie. This ain't, I'm not the one, big dog. Does that, does that make sense? Now, what does this have to do with politics? I'm going to give you three examples of what happens when you don't do shit. In January 6th, when an insurrection was attempted on the American Capitol at the end of uh, Trump's presidency. What you saw was your crime boss, I think we've said this before, who threw a green light out on the U.S. Congress. Like he just threw a green light out and on his boy Pence. Just threw his boy to the wolves because he felt like his boy wasn't riding. He was like, you're not a rider. And when you put out a green light, you never say these things very clear, right? You don't, you, you're not going to say, hey, I want you guys to go kill those guys. No, you just, you incite it. And then you, you tell them you finna ride with them and then sneak out into the back and let them go ahead and commit all the crimes. Y'all do the crimes. You feel me? And as we know, the crowd heard exactly what all of us heard, which was go storm the Capitol. We're going to fight like hell. You, <laughs> but you say it like that so that you could say, I didn't tell them to go storm the Capitol. Nigga, yes, you did. Like we all heard it and everybody in the crowd heard it. You even asked them, why are y'all here? Because Trump said to come. And then when Trump kind of punked out on him and was like, well, no, I didn't say that. They were like, well, fuck you then, nigga. Like, I thought you was a rider. It's bigger than you now. So you got fools that is hungry. In the same way that I could put a PS4 on whoever called my house in the head and they're going to do it anyway. It's because they riders. It's ride or die. We already in this. I know what I signed up for is they attitude. It's bigger than you. This on set. When they go in there and do something, people keep asking why were they not afraid to not cover their faces, to film themselves, to live stream, to take selfies? Why? Because of the title of this show. Y'all ain't going to do shit. It ain't before of them in jail. The QAnon shaman, my nigga getting vegan <laughs> meals in prison. It's cops dead. Police dead. These fools is back at work. Now, maybe it'll come up later on, but here's what happens. If you don't do shit, the niggas feel froggy. You know how I know that's true? Because it happened again. Capitol Police Officer William F. Evans was killed and a second officer was injured after being rammed by a vehicle at a heavily guarded northern entrance of the U.S. Capitol. This from a New York Times article. Oh, last month. 18-year veteran of the, of, the, of, the, of the police squad. Dude drove his car into the Capitol. Now, the crazy part about this one is the suspect that did it, I mean, he was shot on sight. He was black, though. Of course they killed him. Let that one sink in for a little bit.
Now, let's, of course, make a one-for-one comparison here. You can shoot one dude, especially if they black, but if you got a hundred-some-odd white people dressed in a 17th century garb and with a bison head over your head, you understand what I'm saying? Okay, with zip ties and weapons, I mean, I understand you got to do a calculation. If you the Capitol Police, you got to do some sort of calculation here. Like, I'm not going to take all y'all. But if it's one on three, I mean, I see why they shot him. I mean, they drove him into, they drove the car into the thing. What would possess you to continue to attack the Capitol? Why? Because America ain't do shit. When you don't do shit, you feel froggy. What's going to happen? But this time they shot the guy. Oh, 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 you done learned your lesson, haven't you, Capitol Police? You can't just let this shit ride. Another example. It's scary. As soon as we got vaccines in our arms, mass shooting started happening again. Can you believe that? The second we was allowed to go back outside, fools started shooting up places. You got the massage parlor that got shot up. And there's plenty of coverage as to like his state of mind and, oh man, he had a sexual addiction and yada, 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 which... I'm saying it like that, yada, yada, yada. Whatever the case may be, this is why you got to actually listen to critical race theory and intersectionality because it can be both. This was racially charged and sexually charged and misogynistic because it all works in the same universe because it all has to do with how identities relate to power. But I'm digressing. Point is, the man was taken in and he's about to face trial. You know what he wasn't? Killed. I think about Dylan Roof taken in, gave that man a burger. You know what he wasn't? Killed. You keep doing it because y'all don't do shit. I'm not going to die. I'm, I'm not saying this is good. I'm just saying we all understand it. You ain't do shit. Not scared. What am I going to do? I, I, they, these people, they, they did what they wanted to do. What am I going to do? Go to jail? Okay, cool. Fools go to jail with a smile. I don't know. I, all I'm saying is they're not dead. What you're telling me is I can get away with a mass shooting. And by I get away, what I'm saying is Y'all not going to kill me. He was taken into custody. And the police said the little homie had a bad day. Some bullshit. You can evaluate whether that's right or wrong. I'm just saying this is the lesson we teaching. Shut the fuck up. You're not going to do shit. I'll shoot up a place if I want to shoot it up. The wait is over. The Shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/slash The Shy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. 
on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. And lastly, when the police murder black people, why it keep happening? Y'all don't do shit. Y'all lose your job, maybe get blackballed, and then going to jail. Y'all saw the same footage I saw. Do you know what qualified immunity is? You should. Let me, let me lay it out for you. This is according to the National Conference of State Legislators. The doctrine of qualified immunity protects state and local officials, including law enforcement officers, from individual liability unless the official violated a clearly established constitutional right. So that's the basic idea is like, yo, you're immune if you're working for the state or law enforcement. Right. That's just the basic idea where it's just like, yo, you got to be able to do your job. Right. You can't be worried about, you know, whether you're going to get sued or something. Right. But let me let me go on and kind of lay it out a little more. It says that the qualified immunity doctrine is very favorable to states and local governments. Quote, clearly established means that at the time of the official's conduct, the law was sufficiently clear that every reasonable official would understand that what he or she was doing is unconstitutional, according to the Supreme Court. Qualified immunity protects all except for the plainly incompetent or those who knowingly violate the law. So so follow what's happening here. What they're saying is like, yo, some of this stuff should be obvious. When you are obviously breaking the law, we can't protect you. But when this stuff is kind of like, yo, we, I don't know, then maybe we can protect y'all. You ever wonder why all these cops get off? Because, well, I don't know. So let me, let me go on and read a little bit more. The Supreme Court has offered multiple justifications for qualified immunity, including that it encourages government officials to unflinchingly discharge their duties without worried about being sued for actions a court has not yet held violate the Constitution. The Supreme Court has held that the use of force by police and correctional officers violates the Fourth Amendment when it is excessive, quote unquote. Police and correctional officers receive qualified immunity if it isn't clearly established that their use of force was excessive, according to the Supreme Court. While qualified immunity does not require a case 
directly on point, it does require that existing precedent must have placed a statutory or constitutional question beyond debate. So what they're saying is we get to decide whether this is excessive or not. Not we, as in us, as in the courts. Huh. So you saw the video in um, Virginia of an army officer trying to speak reasonably to this officer that was demanding him to get out the car. Man had his hands out the window and he was like, hey, listen, listen to me. Let me just talk to you. He's like, get out the car now. Get out the car now. Get out the car. Just being unreasonable. And unless you've been under a rock for the last hundred years, it's a life and death situation whether you get out that car or not. I think you think that complying is the safest situation when in reality, there's no difference between the safety of in this officer's hands and not in this officer's hands. Why? Because if the officer violates my civil rights, y'all don't do shit. Ain't shit gonna happen to him. Now, in a defense, I can't believe I'm saying this, but a lot of times the police department actually fires the dude, but the union, cuz <laughs> the union step in and be like, nah, you ain't finna fire this fool. Which sucks because like I'm generally pro-union, but dang. So we all watch this officer saying, dude, I am in the armed services. I protect this country. I am an army lieutenant. Doc, let me just talk to you. He said his tags weren't there. It was a brand new car. He's about to tell you, hey, listen, it's a brand new car. The tags haven't got here yet. He finna tell you right now. Man, pepper sprayed the dude. Put him out the car. Put him on his knees. In his uniform. Why does this shit keep happening? Because nobody does shit. Lastly, the story with this kid, Dante Wright. I need you to follow this story because it's so interesting to me, all the different moving pieces. 20-year-old kid gets pulled over for expired tags. They see he's got a bunch of air fresheners on his rear view mirror. I've been pulled over for air fresheners on my rear view mirror, which the subtext is I got pulled over while being black. It is what it is. One time I got pulled over because, you know, the light that lights up your license plate in the back. I bet you didn't even know you had that. My ball was out. It was middle of the day. I don't even know how they knew it was out, but I got pulled over because of that. Dude wrote me a ticket, searched my car and everything. I wish I was making this shit up. Anyway, so they pull him over. He got this thing. Find out they have a warrant for his arrest, right? Turns out the warrant is he was caught with some marijuana. You know, the thing that Uber's talking about delivering. Pled guilty to the case. You just got to pay a fine. It's a misdemeanor. Asked for a deferment of the payment. Missed the court date. The court date was a Zoom court date because it was a pandemic. Problem was they sent the date and an email to the wrong email address. Kid didn't even know he had. 346 bucks. That was the warrant. $346. Now listen, you ever forgot about a parking ticket? Forgot to pay it? You have a warrant now too. Now let me put this disclaimer that there's a con always in these situations uh, conflicting information. Did he have a warrant for marijuana? Did he not? I know I saw the warrant sheet in my own little research into this. Now this we're just in the age of misinformation. It could be not the situation. I don't know. And I also know police have a history of, you know, sprinkling some crack on them. You know what I'm saying? So maybe he didn't. Maybe he did. 
I don't know. That's what sucks about not being able to trust the police. Oh, no. So he's in the thing. He's outside. You can watch the video. There's this strange altercation. You can't really figure out exactly what's going on. But again, I am going to remind you that if the cops kill us, nobody does shit. So you have a very reasonable reason to be nervous in this situation. And I need you to understand this. How many social interactions in your life that you've just misread a body language, that you've had a foible, that you misunderstood tone, just normal humans bumping against each other, complete accident, I misheard, I misunderstood, Maybe this person doesn't like you anymore. Maybe they don't follow you. Maybe you misread a text, whatever. It's like, no, no, you die. You understand what I'm saying? Like just a normal social interaction where you kind of maybe misinterpreted a micro gesture. You could die. Your life depends on you reading this moment perfectly, whether complying or not complying. Don't matter. You could still die running or not running. You could still die. You have to understand this, this is a no-win situation. You know what this sound like? Gang banging. You know why? Because they're a gang. I duck my heads when the cops come. I feel like, I feel immediately like a child, like an abused child, because I'm just like, there's no right way to do this. I just have to hope that this officer goes to therapy, had some vacation time, had a cool altercation before. There's so much stuff that's out of my hands. No matter how polite I am, I could die. So little homie has some sort of altercation. The veteran cop says, you need to chill or I'm going to tase you. Then she says, taser, taser, taser three times, shoots the taser. The problem is the taser ain't a taser. It's a gun. Shoots the little homie in his side. He drives off. She freaks out like, oh, Fuck, I shot him. Now, there's a whole other sub-narrative of hood shit happening right here, which is basically, listen, you fucked up and you owed us money. We saw that your tags expired, which means you owe us money. Then we ran your numbers and we saw that you owe us more money. Now I'm finna give you a ticket that's gonna cost you money for owing us money. So basically what the state is saying is, you don't have my money, I'm sending my goons, and we will kill you. That's gang gang. I mean... They was coming to collect, and he didn't have it, and they shot him. Now, as a side note, I'm going to give the officer this. You're just a human. Your amygdala is enacted. You're in a fight-or-flight situation. You probably overworked. You probably overstressed. And you're in a moment where your lizard brain is functioning. I'm going to give you that. So your solution is the solution you was trained to have. Shoot, I'm going to give her this. It might have been a mistake. I'm also even going to give this. I don't know why tasers are in the shape of guns. That's a variable we can eliminate today. Don't make them the shape of guns. Maybe if you made them the shape of pancakes. I don't know. What if they was in the shape of pancake? Would you mistake it for a gun? And if you did, I think you wouldn't have a defense in court. It's not even shaped like a gun. Maybe we can finally have the talk that the problem is the institution of policing Fam, you in fight or flight all day. Of course you're going to shoot because this, the whole concept is wrong. It's cripping blood shit. You already, everybody in the situation already tense. There's an inherent bias. You going to hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. Of course it's going to pop off. The whole system is flawed. Shot the little homie. Now, as of the day I'm recording this, there was a shooting in Chicago. A little 13-year-old, little Latino kid. You know, you running from the police. According to this 
to what we see so far, you know, he was weaponless. He was with somebody that had a weapon, you know, and he ran. Cops yelled freeze. He turned around because he's scared, puts his hands up, and they popped him. 13. Now, don't get me wrong. 13-year-olds can gangbang, but they also 13. He's scared. And what it shows me is that that officer's immediate response was fear. Something's wrong with the whole thing. My father worked 30 years L.A. County Probation Office in the shoe unit, right? Special Handling Unit, SDPO2 for the Special Handling Unit in the camps. Those are the, the violent underage offenders. You know, he said for 30 years he never recommended jail time in any of the court hearings because it don't help it's like the the system's not helping the something's wrong with the soil you talk about these bad apples man i mean the apple is producing exactly what the soil told it produce y'all watch the captain america joint the falcon and the uh, winter soldier you know with captain america the the bootleg captain america (laughs) When they stripped him of his duties and he looked at them and was like, look, I'm exactly what y'all made me to be. I don't understand what everybody's problem is. He right. Now, she the head of the police union and she had the sense enough to resign herself. Now, granted, she a 29, 30 year veteran and her superior, her chief also resigned, too. They brought charges too, second degree manslaughter. We'll see. And in the Derek Chauvin case, listening to the police chief at Minnesota PD saying, you know, you could have a stellar career for 30 years and you will only be remembered by the worst day of your life, the worst mistake you've ever made. To which I reply, sucks, huh? I mean, like, do you even hear yourself, bro? Do you hear? Do y'all hear yourself? But, you know, you know, resign. But she the head of union. I mean, we'll see. That's the hard part with unions. We believe unions are very important around these parts. But they also gangsters, too. So the police are functioning on the same thing we all functioning on. Hey, civilians, shut the fuck up. You're not going to do shit. Well, what is, what's the shit we can do? I don't know. Protest, riot, break a car, smash some windows. What, what are we going to do? Like, how am I going to make this ride? Because if you go to court, there's no guarantee the government going to do shit. Hell, your own capital was attacked. Y'all ain't do shit. I don't understand when you black. What the what the what am I going to don't shit happen. You know why y'all keep doing it? Why it keep happening? Because shit never happened to him. So we was using the same thing we all thought to use, which was like, I guess we got to go ape shit because I just was this is a deterrent, man. I just want y'all to stop. Kill, I don't know what the fuck, man. I just want y'all to stop killing us. My mom's side of the family. She from she from D.C. They from the district. And when I was growing up, district was the murder capital. Of the world. You know what I'm saying? And I remember just spending summer camps with my cousins and them. And there was one kid. I remember one summer camp out in northeast D.C., man. And there was this bully. And I remember all of my cousin's friends saying, hey, listen. When you go there, you just have to fire on him. He's going to pick on you. You just have to fire on him. That's all you got. I was like, why? He was like, I was like, I never met the guy. Like, they were just like, look, that's the only way that we all had to do it. You just have to punch him. I was like, that don't make no sense. (laughs) That's the only thing he understands. I just don't, when there's no consequences, stuff keeps happening. 
I mean, that's just the rules of the hood. And apparently it's the rules of the police. And apparently it's the rules of the U.S. government. Ain't nobody, who do you turn to? If I were to continue the comparison about jumping, you go ahead and take your licks that night, you know, take your licks. Maybe you get escaped. And then when you get home, you just call the homies. Now it's time to ride. I just, I, you look what happens in our city. I mean, I just, I don't know. I was peeping one of the white girls on Fox News. Uh, Dang, that's, yeah, that helps. That was covering the Derek Chauvin uh, trial with George Floyd, right? And she was talking about this officer actually getting a fair trial. And they talked about the different types of defenses where the one defense was like the but for approach. So it's like, but for the knee on George Floyd's neck, he would still be alive. I don't care how much fentanyl he got shot, in, shot up in his body. Had it not been for Derek Chauvin's knee on his neck, he'd still be alive. So even if those things would have caused a heart attack, what triggered the heart attack was the concrete on his chest and the knee on his back and the adrenaline rushing through his body from being thrown on the floor over a fake $20 bill that he probably ain't even know he had. But we can't ask him because he's dead. So that's the but for approach. Then the other is causality where it's like, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. If I'm on trial for murder, then you have to be damn sure that I am the cause of death. And if you saying this fool got all kind of drugs in his body, like how you know I'm the cause? All these things could have caused him from dying. Like, would you, you know what I mean? Y'all gonna, y'all gonna put the Sackler family in jail for the opioids he was on? Like, how is it my client's fault? A lot of things could have killed him. How you know it's me? which is causing us to ignore the obvious. So this lady on Fox News, she was saying, okay, this is the case. This is very serious. And we need to understand this thing. But how does this guy get a fair jury? Because she's like, either convict him or the city burns. Y'all are going to riot if if we find it. Like, we can't really look at the evidence because if the evidence doesn't show what y'all think it shows, you're just going to, protest and burn the city down so her argument is this is it can't be a fair trial because i'm getting all this pressure from the outside world again ma'am do you hear yourself you're saying a person can't get a fair trial because of implicit bias sucks huh i think that's very interesting it's very hood because low-key she right get the shit right or we burn the fucking city i just i mean that's i mean she's right i mean that's that is what's happening what she's not acknowledging is this case plus the 150 years and then the fact that this Derek Wright boy happened during this case in the same damn city. It's so much going on here. So her argument is it's impossible to get a fair trial. And I'm like, yeah, because we live in a nation of bullies. Our nation only understands violence. We only understand if you gonna do shit. If you ain't gonna do shit, I'm gonna do the fuck I wanna do. The opposite side of this. We're not talking about a fair trial here. That ain't going to happen. You absolutely correct. That ain't going to happen. And your frustration over the justice system that she's articulating is like, nigga, samesies. Yes, it's impossible to get a fair trial. This is what we're saying. This is why we're saying the justice system's corrupt. You can't get a fair trial. Do you hear yourself, lady? I agree. You ain't going to do shit. But what the streets are saying is we will. But if your attitude is because this is how it always is, the guy gets acquitted on some sort of technicality, even though clearly he's guilty. Then we go, oh, see, y'all do what the fuck y'all want because we just shut up and let you do it. Criminal justice system looking at America going, shut the fuck up, you ain't gonna do shit. I don't know. Not saying it's right or wrong, just saying it's hood. Because after all, politics is just gang banging in nice suits. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. 
Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You ain't gon' do shit. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You ain't gon' do shit. Y'all, this mug was recorded and edited by me, Propaganda, right here in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles. Y'all can follow me at Prop Hip Hop on all the socials. You can follow the Hood Politics Pod itself at Hood Politics Pod, where we be trying to make takes on stuff that aren't really big enough for a whole episode, but definitely needs a little bit of clarity. This mug was scored, edited, mixed, and mastered by the one and only Headlights. Y'all go follow my dog, Matt Oswowski. I still don't know how to say his name. I'm glad he changed it to Headlights. Follow him on his socials at Headlights underscore music. Telling you here all these new other fly tracks this fool be making. And the theme music was done by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. Y'all remember, every time you check in, politics, y'all, is just gang banging in nice suits. Shouts to iHeartMedia for making this happen. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You ain't gonna do shit. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You ain't gonna do With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 